from the international headquarters of the Sword of the Lord Publishers and Ministries here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. This is Dr. Shelton Smith, and this is Making a Difference. And listen, we are in 2022 full scale, up and running this week. I hope you have had a good New Year's, and yesterday got you started on the work week again. And I'm going to be talking to you about dreaming the dream, because this is the time of year when you ought to be setting your vision, setting your goals, determining what you want to do with yourself in the new year. And I want to be a help to you today and give you something that is Bible-based that'll be a help to you in that regard. I tell you, the atmosphere around here at the Sword of the Lord headquarters is exciting. We're all stirred up. We're looking forward to the Lord just doing some tremendous things and allowing us to have an opportunity to work with people literally around the world every single day. And we're just thankful for the privilege that we have to be on the Lord's team and to do His business and His bidding every single day. We want to do our best at that. We always find ourselves wanting to do better, and I know that all of us fail at some time, but in spite of that, we just believe that we ought to keep looking to the future and believing that the Lord will enable us to do His bidding and to do the things that we need to be doing. In Genesis chapter number 37, there is an absolutely stunning type of chapter. I mean, it is a drama that could be played out on stage. I mean, you could make a film about it. It is just one of those exciting stories that I have always liked. And there's one spot in it in particular that has always motivated me. In this chapter, we find Jacob and Joseph and his brethren, Jacob the father, Joseph the son, and 11 other brothers in that family. Verse 19 is the verse that I referenced that's always been rather intriguing to me. That verse says, as Joseph approached his brothers, he was going to see about them at the father's behest, and uh, he was checking on them as they were out in the fields in another location, tending to the sheep, and Joseph went to check on them. And when he approached, here's what they said, Behold, the dreamer cometh. Now, they didn't mean it for good. That was a criticism. That was an expression of hate and hostility toward him. But I like the expression, and I'll talk about that just a little bit here, but let's back up and look at the setting of this. We look at this, and uh, we know, of course, Abraham, Isaac, then Jacob and Esau, and Jacob was really somewhat of a character. Here he is. He's got 12 boys. I mean, a house full of boys and he is especially partial to one of them, the young man named Joseph that becomes such a hero as the years go along. I'm telling you, he is one of the real sterling characters of the Old Testament. But here he is at this point, just a boy, 17 years of age, and uh, he is his father's favorite. He is really receiving all kinds of expressions of love, and really the father is showing partiality to him more so than to all of the other boys. And I just pause to say here, that's never a good idea. You got to treat your children pretty much the same in every way that you can. But he is showing that partiality and letting it be known. 
and these other boys are not taking it well. In fact, they disliked it so much that they literally hated their brother Joseph. He was getting favors, and they did not like it even a little bit. And their jealousy of him is showing here when they say, hey, look, the dreamer's coming. Well, he had dreamed a couple of dreams. I mean, real nighttime dreams. And as he related those dreams to them, he told them that he thought these dreams would literally come to pass and that there would come a time when they would be looking to him and he would have charge of them. Now, his brothers hated him all the more because of him telling them about these dreams. So on this day, his father sent him out to check on the brothers. They'd been gone for a few days or a few weeks, and the father thought that they should hear from them. So he sent Joseph to check on them. And that's where we read here in verse 18, when they saw him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him, and they said one to another, Behold, this dreamer cometh. It was not my brother's coming. It's not we'll get word from our father. But they're saying the guy with the dreams is coming. And they were mocking him. They were really hateful toward him in every sense of the word. Now, some of my preacher friends, whenever we rejoice together about the goodness of God, and whenever we're expressing to one another our gratitude for all that we're allowed to do in the Lord's work, sometimes we will say to one another, hey, we're just living the dream. Now, what we mean by that is we too have dreamed a dream. It may not have been a nocturnal dream. That is, it may not have been something that you dreamed while you were sleeping in your bed at night, but it is a dream that you have. It is something in your mind that you said, I want that to be a reality. That's where I want to head. That's what I want to be. Now, when you dream about your life, you dream about your goals, you dream about your future, and especially if you articulate your dreams, you articulate what your goals are, you too may find that not everybody will be in sympathy with you. There'll be people who will laugh at you. There'll be people who will mock you. There will be people who will become your critic simply because that you are dreaming the dream. They may even become your adversary as you pursue your dream because after all, it may be something they want to do or maybe they think that if you achieve that, you'll get ahead of them. I mean, people get into all kinds of crazy scenarios whenever they begin to operate based on jealousy and especially if they really get intense about that and began to hate the other person like the brothers did here with Joseph. So you may find as you dream your dreams that there is opposition that will surface, opposition that will try to slow you down, maybe even try to stop you from achieving the things that you want to achieve. So when I'm talking about dreaming the dream and living the dream, you do know that I'm not talking about being asleep and just dreaming. I'm talking about my aspirations, your aspirations. I'm talking about my vision and your vision. Now, let me just simply say, when Joseph came on to see the brothers, they first threw him into a pit, thinking they'd just walk off and leave him and let him die. 
And then uh, they said, no, here come these traders from another country, and uh, we'll just sell him to them, and they'll take him off down into Egypt and put him into slavery, which ultimately that did happen. And if you've read the Old Testament, you know the story comes out good because Joseph rose in prominence and power, and a lot of good things happened. Wonderful story there, although he went through an awful lot, wound up in prison, etc. Now, what I'm saying to you today is Joseph is a story of somebody who indeed did dream a dream. It was a dream that God had given to him. And I just pause here to say that as a teenager, I dreamed about preaching. I really dreamed about getting the opportunity, starting as a freshman in high school. I just dreamed that I would get to preach somewhere across town, across the county, or whatever. And literally now here, years later, I've preached in places around the world, in dozens and dozens of places all across the globe. I've had the privilege to stand, take a microphone, and preach the Bible, preach the Word of God, preach the gospel, and lead people to Christ. I dreamed about that, and the Lord has allowed that to come to pass. I dreamed about being pastor, and for a good number of years, I did have the privilege to pastor a local church and to see wonderful things happen as the church developed into a large, thriving, soul-winning church. We just saw so many good blessings. I dreamed the dream, though. I wanted to see that come to pass, and the Lord blessed. Uh, Early in my life, even in high school, I dreamed about finding the wife that I would find and having a family. I dreamed about that, and the Lord blessed and gave me a precious sweetheart. We've been married for many years now. We have children. We have grandchildren. We have a little great-grand now that's just been born a few months ago, and we are so thankful because the dream that I had, the dream that Betty and I had after that we married and we began to dream our dream together. That has been so wonderful to see that fulfilled in our life. You know, I dreamed early on, I dreamed about winning people to Christ and seeing folks come out of the darkness into the light, come out of the world and into the family of God. I've dreamed about that. I still dream about that. I want to see people saved. I want to see them get into the family of God. I want to see them get out of that trail that's heading them down toward hell and to get on the road that'll take them to heaven. And dreaming that dream, dear friend, it does make a difference. You know, we call our program here, this radio broadcast, we call it making a difference. And I think if you'll dream a little bit. Dream the dream. Set a vision and just determine that you're going to do some things with God's help, by His grace. You're going to dream about what you can do, what you can become, how you can be used of God, and just allow the Lord to work in your life. And I believe if you'll dream the dream, just imagine, what can I do? How can I serve? Some of you, it might just simply be going to your pastor in your local church and just saying, Pastor, how can I plug in here? What can I do to be a help and a blessing in this ministry? And, you know, even though I've been dreaming for many years, starting as a teenager, through my married life as a young adult, etc., you know something, here I am at this stage in my life, and I'm still dreaming. I really am still dreaming. I want tomorrow to be bigger, better, and more blessed than yesterday. I really want next week 
next month, the rest of this year, I want it to be something really special. And I want to continue to build on the heritage of yesterday, build on what was handed to me by those who'd already gone before me. I want to build on what my parents handed to me. I want to build on the ministries here of Dr. Curtis Hudson and Dr. John Rice that were the other men who led this sort of the Lord ministry through the years. I want to make the year ahead to be as fruitful as I possibly can make it. Now, you may say to me, okay, so we're going to dream the dream. We're going to think about what we can do, how we can do it, and we want to have the vision for this month and February and March and beyond. Yes, we do. We need to dream the dream. And even though this text that I've read here in the story about Joseph was not a very pleasant situation at all. It was one where he was under the indictment of his brothers. He was hated. He was really being persecuted in a way that nobody deserved to have happen to them. And when they said the dreamer's coming, it just reminds me that all of us ought to be dreamers. Even if we do get critics, even if we do have people hateful toward us, we need to be dreaming the dream that the Lord would have have us to dream and just figuring out ways to let our life count for something really special in the Lord's work. Now, it's going to require some things. It's going to require faith on our part, faith in the Lord, faith to believe in him, faith to trust his word, faith to believe that his promises are real and true and that they will serve for us just like they have for others. It's going to require faithfulness on our part. You know, when we have faith, that faith ought to generate faithfulness. We ought to, in every sense of the word, learn the things the Lord would have us to do and just be faithful in the pursuit of those things. And if we will do that and then just put ourselves to work, a lot of people dream about things, but they're not willing to work for it. It's like they just will not put the elbow grease in. They will not invest the time. They want to do every little thing that they want to do instead of being disciplined enough that they just press forward and put the work into it. It'll mean you need to pray. You need to ask God to help you. You need to spend some time just saying, oh God, I need your help. I need your power. I need you working in my life. It'll require some giving on your part. Just deciding that you're going to give yourself. Listen, the rule is if you want to get, give. If you want things to come to you, be willing to give whatever you can. Your time, your energy, your money, whatever. Just be a giver. Put your heart into things and let that develop into the vision that will cause you too to be a dreamer. And whenever somebody sees you coming and they know you've got a smile on your face, you've got hope in your heart, and you've got an excitement about the future, they'll say, yes, he is a dreamer indeed. And dear friend, I want to invite you to join with me and let's start this new year off dreaming the dream. Well, I hope this has been a help to you and a blessing. And I'd really encourage you to check us out at our website at swordofthelord.com. And also, I'd love to hear from you. So write me a note. Write to me, Dr. Shelton Smith at P.O. Box 1099, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, 37133. Or the email address is radio at swordofthelord.com. And I'll look forward to hearing from you. And until tomorrow, right here at this same time, God bless you. Have a good rest of the day and goodbye for now.